Fit Fam, and welcome to episode number 16 of the Fit Life with Dawn podcast. 16 weeks going strong, and I always say I'm motivated because you guys give me feedback. Um, so please continue to give me your feedback and please share um, or subscribe. I would appreciate that um, so you could get notifications. Um, but really, the most important thing for me is that you share with your family and friends um, if you are enjoying the podcast because that helps me to get my word out, which has been my goal um, of 2021 was to get my word out and to share information with you all. So I just do appreciate if you um, share with others and again, give me feedback. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. Today is a fun one, um, and it is one that a lot of people are going to be interested in. A uh, majority of the population that listens to my podcast is either, um, you know, concerns about their weight or, you know, want to know how to lose body fat and, you know, how to maintain their weight loss and things like that. So uh, there's a lot of information that I could talk about, and I was kind of trying to figure out um, where I wanted to go with the podcast because I don't want to be too confusing. So today I'm just going to talk about briefly how to achieve um, weight loss or fat loss. Okay, so to begin, you know, I always say that you need to look at uh, the way that you eat as a lifestyle. You can't be yo-yo dieting, binging, and then eating good, and then binging and eating good. Like, you can't be doing that because that's not good for the long run, no matter how you look at it, and it's not good for weight maintenance. If you don't build good habits, then you are always going to be yo-yo dieting, which is not good for your body. Um, so yes, you do need to look at this as a lifestyle and there are certain foods that will be very good for your body no matter where you are in your journey. I would never say, even if you're not trying to lose weight, that you should eat cake, you know, I mean, it's not like you're never going to cake, but it's that you should be eating, you know, somebody not trying to lose weight shouldn't be eating, you know, like crappy processed foods and cake all day and every day just because they don't have to lose weight. I don't agree with that. Um, you should always be eating mostly whole foods, least amount of processed foods, and fun foods here and there, okay? Okay, so the general guidelines for healthy living and proper nutrition apply no matter what. However, the way that you eat during weight loss may not be the way that you eat for weight maintenance, okay? So when you're trying to lose weight, when somebody comes to me and says that they have 40 pounds to lose, 20 pounds to lose, whatever it is, there are different ways that I would approach the situation uh, versus somebody who comes to me at a very healthy weight and they just want to tone up and they just want to, you know, get tighter and leaner and look a little bit more athletic or fit or whatever it is. Their goal is um, I'm, I treat their, you know, uh, approach to nutrition a little bit differently than I would somebody who comes to me who is very overweight and has a lot of body fat to lose. Uh, so there are differences when it comes to weight loss versus weight maintenance, okay? And, um, you know, eating uh, to be healthy is always a good idea, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be geared towards weight loss, you can overeat healthy calories. I promise you that. So there's different sides to this uh, coin. And one is how to eat healthy and what healthy foods uh, you should be eating to nourish your body. And then there's also 
eating for weight loss because there are people who eat generally healthy and are not losing weight and are not at a healthy weight because they are overeating on all of these healthy foods. And that is a possibility. I know that sucks, but it's a possibility. Okay, so there are things that different approaches you may take in your weight loss phase. For example, some girls come to me and, you know, maybe in the beginning I have them play around with their carbohydrates. Maybe their carbohydrates should be lower at some point. It's not that carbohydrates are bad for everyone. It's just that everyone needs to take a different approach based on your body type, based on your activity level, based on how much body fat you have as compared to muscle. Um, This is all important. So somebody that is losing weight is not going to be eating the same as somebody who somebody's trying to lose weight. It's not going to shouldn't be eating the same as somebody who is trying to maintain their weight or, you know, not trying to lose weight at all. Or maybe somebody trying to build muscle is even going to be in a surplus. So these are the nuances that you have to try to figure out um, when it comes to fat loss and not just eating healthy across the board is amazing. And I always preach eating healthy, of course. I don't care. I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not, I'm, I always eat healthy. Um, but you still need to pay attention to being in a caloric deficit. Um, like I said, just because I always say quality of your calories matter, which they do, they speak to your body, they speak to your hormones, they speak to your cells, they speak to your brain, these calories. Um, but it doesn't mean that you could be eating unlimited healthy calories. Okay. Um, so when you're in maintenance mode, for example, your calories are going to be a bit higher than when you're in weight loss mode. When you're in weight loss mode, you need to be in a deficit. Uh, when you're in weight maintenance, you may also be a little bit less strict with your cheats or your treats. Um, you may see somebody that you know who is very active and maybe doesn't have weight to lose and they already lost their weight and they're pretty thin or, you know, they're happy with their weight and they're healthy, even if they're not thin, if they're healthy at a healthy weight. Um, but they'll kind of have a cheat meal like two to three times a week. And you're like, well, how come they could have that? Well, because they're not trying to lose weight right now. They're maintaining and maybe they have very high levels of activity. Um So don't look at what somebody else is doing and try to carbon copy what they're doing because they are not you and they don't have your body, okay? Um, When you're trying to lose weight, you could definitely, definitely overeat your calories on your treats or your cheats, okay? So now think about like the fact that you're going to be at a weight, uh, let's say you're going to be at a caloric, um, I wish I could explain this by by showing you the way I always show it, but let's say 2,000 calories is your weight maintenance. So let's say um, Monday through Thursday, you're eating like 1,500 calories per day, and you're like, well, I'm doing so well, and I'm in a deficit, but then on the weekends, or even Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of a sudden, you start eating, you know, 3,000 to 4,000 calories a day, and don't laugh because that is very possible to eat that, especially if you're going out to eat and you're eating fish tacos and you're having margaritas and then you're having dessert, it is so easy to overeat. So now all of a sudden you are in a maintenance mode. You're not losing weight or maybe you're even overeating to make up for the calories that you were in the deficit from the week and you're gaining weight. So that's why so many people are like, well, I don't understand. I was so good Monday through Thursday or Friday. And then I had these cheats and some people don't have cheat meals. They have cheat days. So they could eat four or 5,000 calories, even women. You think it's like, you know, it's hard, but it's actually pretty easy if you're going out to eat. If you're, if you're going out to eat brunch, you know, and dinner, you could easily eat 4,000 calories even, you know, in that day, even as a woman, you know. 
it's not that hard. Trust me. If you're having dessert and you're, you're whatever your waffles or whatever you guys, whatever you have, it's so easy to overeat. Um, so don't think that just because you are in a, like, you know, you're eating healthy during the week, you're depriving yourself during the week, which you shouldn't be depriving yourself, um, is that, you know, you could eat whatever you want on the weekends. It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. Uh, you need to sustain a caloric deficit. Okay. Um, so your activity level also has something to do with this, right? Um, you, it how ha- it'll have a uh, impact on your maintenance and it's going to have an impact on your loss, right? So you're going to have a little bit more leeway with your calorie intake if you're a more active person. However, I'm not saying somebody who's in the gym 55 times a week. I'm saying somebody who is, let's say in the gym, you know, doing strength training a few times a week and very like always running around, you know, that person that I'm talking about, that's always, I mean, I'm always walking, that's me, (laughs) always walking, always moving, never sitting still as I record my podcast. I mean, I know I can't be running or anything like that because I want you guys to hear me, but um, I pace up throughout my whole house. I don't sit down. I don't sit still. It's just the way I like to, this is just me and I'm not stressing myself right now. I'm just pacing slow, leisurely. That's just the way that I always am. I don't sit on the couch after dinner and watch TV. I like to do stuff around the house. I'm prepping. I'm doing whatever um, because I like to always move. Okay, so I'm like that type of person that tends to burn a lot of calories throughout the day. Um, so I'm not, you know, doing, I'm do, I do my intense workouts, but I don't work out two times a day. I'm not doing, you know, hit classes seven days a week. You know, I do my strain training. I incorporate high intense training. Of course I do, but I also make sure that I balance it out with a day of yoga, a, a day where I just do walking. You know, I, I balance it out with recovery as well. Okay. So when you're trying to maintain a, some sort of a deficit with your activity as well, because you don't want to cut more calories, uh, make sure you're focusing on your need, your non-exercise uh burning calorie burning so you're moving around you're pacing around the house you're fidgeting you know like walking to the store going up the stairs rather than taking the elevator these types of things add up and the people that do that tend to be leaner the studies have been shown that the people who are more active throughout the day not just in the gym are leaner people who are always walking always moving and always running around and I'm not talking in the car I'm not talking driving your kids back and forth I'm talking like you know walking instead of driving or carrying your groceries or whatever things like that um, you can't exercise yourself to death in order to lose weight um, if you're stressed out your body weight is going your body your fat loss is going to stall if you are trying to throw yourself in the gym and doing high intense exercise and or CrossFit or classes, hit classes, boot camp classes, seven, eight, you know, what am I saying? Eight, eight days a week, but like seven, let's say some people do seven days a week, but 14 times per week, like they do two hit classes in a day. That's crazy, you know? Um, and they expect there. And then at some point they're like, I don't understand. I'm doing two classes a day. Why am I not losing weight? Well, because you're stressing your body out. Uh, that's why you need to make sure that you are controlling your calories and not trying to just throw yourself in the gym like a crazy person and trying to do all this crazy cardio because all of a sudden your body is going to plateau because it is going to 
um, be super, super stressed out and it's going to stall your weight loss. Okay, that's why it's important to control your calories and then achieve a weight loss through, um, you know, non-exercise calorie burning. For example, like I said, moving around and doing things like that, um, walking and not so much high intense all the time. And I, I think there's a time and a place for high intense exercise. I love high intense exercise, but I have to push myself back from doing too much of it because um, I was at a point where I was doing way too much high intense exercise uh, and it wasn't serving my body very well. And I was becoming a little bit like I was actually gaining from it and I was getting a little bit more swollen and inflamed from it. I was getting hurt more often. My joints were hurting me. I even had to push back from it because it is not great. You got to focus on your um, weight training and you know, balance out your higher intense and your lower intense activities, okay? So you have to be strategic about your activity, okay? Be strategic about how much of everything you incorporate into your day. There's a time and a place for high intense exercise. There's a time and a place for for strength training. There's a, And then there's always a time and a place for walking because you should always be walking. Lots of that. Lots of walking. Uh, lots of movement around your day. Don't just go to the gym. And then sit on your ass for the rest of the day because that's not going to burn as many calories as if you were just walking around town all day. Think of like a hunter-gatherer type of society that is not in the gym, but they're just moving all day and they're not eating processed foods. So all of these things uh, together keep somebody, keep, you know, kept a population of people lean for so many years. Why do you think that is? They're not, there's everyday activities they were doing. They're not in the gym. Um... And it also doesn't mean that just because you have a high activity level that you should be eating whatever, you know, whatever unprocessed foods and um, whatever processed foods you want or whatever crap you want. You know, that also means that you still need to pay attention to your health and your longevity. And also eating whole unprocessed foods is better for your body. It keeps you more satisfied. Um, it gives you your nutrients. So without your nutrients, proper nutrients, you are not going to um, be a healthy person. That's for sure. Um, so make sure you do pay attention to the quality of your calories and don't think that just because you have a lot of movement, you can eat whatever you want, eating mostly whole unprocessed foods and moving a lot throughout the day and throwing in your strength training, well, putting in your strength training, not just throwing it in, but, you know, strategically putting in strength training a few times a week is really what is going to achieve, help you achieve the body that you want. Um, so, yeah, and, and by the way, I did talk about in previous podcasts about processed foods and how they are not good for your body and how um, they will not keep you full or satisfied and how they will actually uh, hinder your weight loss process and your health. So go back and listen to that if you didn't think if you didn't hear that one, because I went pretty deep into processed foods in general. Why should we we should avoid them? Okay, so you have to have a plan for how you're going to achieve your weight loss, your fat loss, right? You don't want to just lose weight. You don't want to just lose water weight. You don't want to go on a, on a yo-yo dieting type of thing or a cabbage diet and be like, oh, yeah, I lost weight. Yeah, you lost muscle and you didn't lose body fat. Maybe you lost uh, water, um, but you want to the, – the goal is fat loss. The goal is not just weight loss in general. If you lose 10 pounds in a week – that's not fat loss. It's there's, you're breaking down muscle and you are losing water weight pretty much. Okay. Um, so let's say in the beginning you want to 
reduce your cheat meals. You know, that's a way that you could, you know, achieve a caloric deficit without depriving yourself throughout the week so that you could still eat well and eat enough throughout the week. And then on the weekend, you know, kind of try to still eat the same way you do during the week when you're in your weight loss journey and you're trying to lose the weight. Okay, so that you don't go crazy with your cheats. Um, also have a plan for your maintenance. Maybe you'll increase your cheats a little bit, but you generally want to stick with the same type of whole unprocessed foods for the most part, let's say 80% of the time. Maybe you'll increase your cheats a little bit when you are in weight maintenance mode, okay? And then continue eating mostly whole, whole, whole foods and strain training, okay? Focusing on strain training is important because that's what's going to help increase your metabolism, Having muscle on your body increases your metabolism, okay? And it changes your body composition, which is what something cardio doesn't do, okay? So that is going to be huge um, help when you are trying to achieve a calorie deficit because you want to rev up your metabolism a bit. You want to um, have a more flexible metabolism, and you want to burn more calories at rest, which is what somebody who has more muscle does versus somebody who has more body fat. Uh, increase your non-exercise calorie burning, which is what I said before. Um, the other thing is that you may possibly need to slowly reverse diet, meaning increase your calories slowly. Let's say you're at your goal weight or you're pretty happy with where you're at. You And let's say you're on a little bit of a lower calorie diet. You want to slowly increase your calories again. Not too quickly. You don't want to binge out after going on a diet because you're going to, um, you know, you're going to mess up your progress. You're going to gain the weight pretty quickly. Uh, so slowly incorporate a little bit more calories, maybe an extra snack in your day or something like that, um, until you know, so that your body could adjust to the new level of calories. You don't want to stay at a very low calorie diet for too long because this causes stress for your body. Um, if you are, so the body gets, um, sort of, um, so it gets feedback, right? So if you are in a really large calorie deficit, you know, those people that go to the gym 10 days a week and they always are trying to do all the hit classes that are possibly available to them and all of the boot camp, and then run and whatever, they're just breaking themselves down. And then they're eating very little because they're trying to diet. They're going to lose weight in the first like week or so. And then it's going to stall. And I've had many girls come to me like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm barely even eating. And I'm exercising so much and my weight loss stalled. That's because you put all this stress in your body. Your body doesn't want that. And all of a sudden, it's conserving the energy. It doesn't want to burn more fat because it doesn't know if you're going to give it more energy. So it gets kind of, you know, stingy with the with the fat loss. It doesn't want to burn the fat because it wants to hold on to the fat because you know it doesn't. It, it, your metabolism is slowing down. Um, so you need to not stress your body that much by going to such a calorie deficit for so long. Everybody thinks, oh, just calorie deficit and oh, and just exercise a lot. But if you do that for too long of a time, I promise you, you're going to stall in your weight loss. Okay. So you need to be very strategic about your weight loss. You need to eat. I always say like, I want you to eat as much as you possibly can while still maintaining a deficit like maybe 100 to 200 calories a day. And the same on the weekends when you are trying to lose weight. It won't always be that way. But in the beginning, you need to be really careful about your weekend. And if you really want 
to have a little bit more leeway on the weekends, then you need to go even lower in your calories during the week, which kind of makes you run into issues. So my best suggestion was to, is to say, keep your calories at a normal amount during the week. So, and don't go overboard on the weekends, focus on your goals. Okay. Um, the, the body perceives stress being a large calorie deficit and the body also perceives stress being if you are a couch potato who is uh, not burning calories at all. So these are both, it's like a, a like a bell curve sort of, um, you know, there's, they're both stress on the body. The body doesn't like too many calories without burning and the body doesn't like too little calories with too much burning. So the dieter and the couch potato, pretty much. Um, you don't want to be in either of these states because that is both stressing your metabolism, okay? So if you are one of those people that are like, damn, I'm really, I really am that person that's you know, going to 14 gym classes per week and uh, running and doing all the things and barely eating, I'm eating leaves and I'm not losing weight, well, then you're that person that will need to reverse diet very strategically um, to get you. It's not that you didn't break your metabolism. It could be fixed. <laughs> it's just that it, it sort of adapts. The body's very smart. If you're not giving your body a lot of energy in the form of food, the, metas- the metabolism slows down to meet the energy, um, you know, like intake of your, you know, of your body. It, it just adapts. It goes slower as you give it less and less food, okay? So you don't want to create a huge deficit. If you're on an 800-calorie diet for the long run, I know there's people that are doing, you know, intermittent fasting, you know, calorie-restricted dieting for a few days. Okay, fine. Um, but if you're doing that for the long run, um, if you're doing that day in and day out and you're always doing 800 calories and you're burning 3000, well then your weight loss will stall. Mark my words. Okay. If that happens, let me know because I could work with you on it. But, um, I have a feeling I will have somebody message me and say, well, yeah, that's me. What do I do? Because they really, um, there is a way to get out of it. You know, there is a way to, um, increase your calories slowly and strategically and decrease your exercise a little bit. And get into that like, you know, happy zone. Okay, so if you that happened to you, you didn't break your metabolism. It just adapted, and there is a way to fix it. But the take-home message is to not diet yourself, you know, into, you know, eating nothing and then kill yourself in the gym. That's not the way to do it. You have to be more strategic about your calorie deficit. Okay, it's not just about moving more and eating less. Um. Okay, so a couple of things that I wanted to leave you with is how do you know when you're dieting too hard for too long? And you, this is where you would have to listen to your body's biofeedback. Um, are you getting enough sleep? Is your sleep quality suffering? Is all of a sudden you're, you're not sleeping well? You're waking up at nighttime? That could, say, that could be a good indication that your hormones are off balance. Um, maybe you are not eating enough protein. Maybe you're trying to do a vegan diet and that's not working for you and you're feeling tired and sluggish. That could be a problem. Um, maybe you are working out too much. Like I said before, that could be part of it. Um, so you're not recovering enough and you're not giving yourself enough food to, you know, you're always feeling sluggish and tired and fatigued, you know, you're, you're always hangry, you know, your motivation is kind of slumping a little bit. Um, maybe you're, you're stressed, you're inflamed, you know, maybe you're swollen, maybe you have like edema in your ankles, you're a little swollen, you're holding on to a lot of water. Uh, that could be it. 
Um, or maybe you're not getting enough movement. Maybe it could be the other way around where you're stressed. You're stressing your body by not moving enough. Um, maybe your joints are always hurting or you're stiff. So you need to listen to your body's biofeedback because no matter what, it will always tell you if you are stressing your body, whether you're dieting too hard and exercising too much or not enough. Okay. If you are 30 years old and you're telling me that all your joints are hurting you, there is a problem because that shouldn't be the case. Okay. We're not, we're not, you know, 30 years old is very young. So if you are feeling stressed and fatigued and your sleep is off and maybe you're missing your period or your cycle is irregular, then these are all signs that maybe you are dieting too hard. So pay attention to that and never try not to, you know, just destroy your body in that way. You need to treat your body well, eating healthy, maintaining a deficit when you're losing weight but not a large deficit and not yo-yo dieting either. Okay, so pay attention to that. Okay, so I'm going to stop because I know that there was a lot of information. Um, If you guys have any questions about what I said or if you're unclear about something, um, you could always feel free to message me. You guys know I answer DMs, messages. um, Reach out to me if you have a question. Um, And if there's anything you want me to elaborate on, let me know. I'm sure I will do a future podcast around this topic. And I know, again, this was a very large topic to talk about. So I was trying to rein it in as best as possible. But please do give me your feedback and let me know what else you guys want me to elaborate on or what you would like to hear. I hope to speak to you all soon. Have a great week.